Coffee Conversations with Sinti is brought to you by influencer marketing specialists, The Salt, inspiring positive brand conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the capital city of influencer marketing. This is Coffee Conversations. My name is Sinti and I have a special guest today, Lance. Welcome to it. How's it, Sinti? Yeah, thanks for having me. Eh? Yeah, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Yeah, pleasure. Uh, tell me a little bit about your brand. Yeah, so I work for a carbonate soft drink business. Um, we are uh, a mass market business with a, a national national coverage. Right. We've been in the market for over 15 years, and um, yeah, we've we've on a good path forward in terms of changing our marketing strategy and looking forward at opportunities. All right. So yeah, it's it's an interesting space to be in. The beverage space is very tricky. Uh-oh on one front because of the competition. There's quite a lot of product overload in the market. And number two, you've got a consumer who is driving the narrative and is very clear about what they want. How are you finding the balance between uh, being able to service that market and using influencer marketing as a tool to driving that narrative? So look, I think the market that we play in is, is, is common soft drinks is a very interesting space because yeah. you've got one major player in the business and in, in the market. Yeah. Um, so you obviously and, get compared to all the time. Yeah, so you got you got one major player. You then have a number of smaller regional players mm-hmm. that then compete, and effectively the the smaller players really compete and have the same offering to the market. Okay. So in terms of a of there's no real equity in the in the brands. The the consumers. Rational drivers are all the same depending yeah. on what region you're going to. So for our brand, it's it's the same driver versus a different brand. So, so yeah, I mean you you've got a a massive brand that's been around and it's a global brand. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, so it's an interesting space. So I mean, then then lies the the, the opportunity um, utilizing influencers. Uh, yeah, I mean we've we've done some work with right. with with influencers, which have which have proved to be. Somewhat successful, but somewhat challenging as well. You know, okay. it's 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 a it's a it's quite a it's quite a difficult space. Um, and also, just from our perspective, we're a brand that traditionally hasn't spent a lot of money on advertising. All right. And because of the competitiveness of the of the of the category that we're now playing in, it's yeah. now driving us into a space to say we've got to do things slightly differently. All right. Uh, take me <coughs> through the challenges you faced in using uh, micro influencers. Or playing in the influencer space. Well, for, for for me, I mean, the, the concept of the influencing today's market makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So, so consumers are are smart. Mm-hmm. They are seen through what brains traditional advertising of brains. Mm-hmm. They're seeing they, the they, and the smoke. Yeah, the they, they, they 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 smart now. They yeah. the consumers are you know particularly younger consumers are they 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 can see through brands. Yeah. And I think so. So what's been been. So the concept of an influencer, where you've got a person that is 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 not linked to a brand, mm-hmm. directly linked to a brand, that is now endorsing a brand and talking about a brand, makes yeah. a whole lot of sense. Yeah. You know, there, there's no there's no doubt. And if yeah. you if you look at if you look at at, at the role of it, that that influencer marketing is playing for brands, that's exactly where it sits. Is that consumers then look to their peers and say, okay, well look, if 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 my if my my colleague or my friend or my peer is, is endorsing this brand. Well, then, then I trust him more than I potentially would trust a brand. Yeah. The challenges that we that 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 I believe we face is that is in terms of we used a micro influencer strategy, and the, the the difficulty was getting the the scale of that out because 
the concept's great. Yeah. But when you're talking about a, a market of millions of people, the micro influence strategy for me is, is, is a difficult one because I've got I can only afford to have a certain amount of, of, of micro influencers on the ground right. and their influenceability, as I call it, okay. is 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 somewhat limited. Alright. But the benefit of that is that is that they really are credible because they're just a normal person in the street. They're not yeah. a, a celebrity or they're not a, a person that 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 is being paid to do something. Yeah. So so but but for me it's it's a it's, in particular with a brand like ourselves, we are a mass market brand. We have a national footprint and how do you get enough talkability and scalability of, of, of these consumers talking about your brand yeah. for it to have impact on, on my on my business and my brand equity. Yeah. And with your experience in, in, in the marketing spectrum would you say that influencer marketing is mainstreamed? Is it passing? Yeah. Look, uh, influ influencer marketing at the moment is 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 definitely the new the new buzz around marketing. So every yeah. every agency that we talk to, every every it, it comes up all the time, right? If you yeah. if you if you're online, you're seeing a lot of, of of brands using influencers, and I think it's a matter now of 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 this. It definitely has. The, the, the premise of influencer marketing in terms of, of a consumer talking about a brand, yeah. giving credibility to that brand is as huge value for brands. Yeah. The trick I believe is getting that to to be to be, as I've mentioned before, to the size where it starts impacting market share. Okay. You know, and, and, and that's that's the difficulty because on the one hand you've got micro influencers. On the other side, you see brands now using the guys that are the macro influencers that have got the big, the big followings, and 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 they've got the people know about them, and they can push out one tweet or one one post, and then they're getting getting massive reach. Yeah. But again, if you got a guy that's pushing out, a, he's he's all of a sudden endorsing three different brands. Consumers see, see through that as well. So yeah, so, that's so it's a, so so the credibility then comes yeah. into play. So yeah. for for us as a brand, we are now saying, well, we've done the micro. Yeah. The macro potentially has some 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 concerns because number one, the the, the these macro influencers also know the value of where they're at and they, yeah. they charge a, an arm and a leg to 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 for for their brand as such. Yeah. So to try and get that balance within within the marketing mix as to where where does this play where and does and, and does yeah. it actually impact market share and mark and 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 brand equity and and yeah. that for me is is where. From 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 my perspective within within the brands that 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 that, that I um, look after um, within our stable, it's it's getting that that balance right. All right. Um, I think the important thing as well is is where does influencer marketing sit within the broader marketing mix of of available platforms to to advertise and communicate your brand. Yeah. And it's to then prioritize that through and see because I don't think it can stand on its own. It's part of a broader marketing strategy. Exactly. How many campaigns have you you run to date? We we've run we've we've run micro influencer campaigns. I mean, it was two different regions, so effectively two okay. two slightly different campaigns. All right. That that that, that we ran. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, the 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 some of the challenges for me is is when you've got a. a Stakeholders in the business saying, "I want to see results from what you're spending and what you're doing." Yeah. This is a long-term play, yeah. and you're not going to see an impact immediately. So, so it's a bit of a, it's a difficult one to measure. Yeah. I, th I think some of the measurability is is it's, it's tough for the for the for the influencer providers or the companies that provide it to to give real stats around around what really has has impacted. And I think 
it's a long-term play that you can't necessarily equate success or failure to directly to an influence strategy in in a very short term it's it's, it's part of the broader mix all right so that's that's proof challenging for us as well all right for a brand as you said earlier that's almost playing second fiddle to the established brand that we all know brand image would obviously be a huge part of what you do every day and I should gather that when you get into market you want people to have positive conversations about your brand how have you used influencer marketing to make sure that when somebody thinks tweezer they think positive but most importantly they buy your product because at the end of the day it's about going to that till and making a purchase yeah look we've we've used influencer marketing in a, in a region for a very particular reason all right and the and and the reason was was really to to have consumers talking specifically about um, our brand within the, a specific region. So, right. so we had we had a, a there was a perception around around the brand that there was there was there was illicit product in the market, and we okay. had a specific strategy to because we knew that there was an illicit product, and we used influencers to talk directly to their peers to say if you're looking for an original or, or a product that you want to be sure of from a quality perspective, yeah. these are the things that you look for on the packaging and on the label. Yeah. So, so there was a very particular need within this region. All right. In another region, what, what, what we did was that it was more around building brand and building credibility with a particular community. Okay. So, so again, that was a, a, a micro, I don't want to say micro, it was a, it was a small okay. um, objective that we wanted to, to, to uh, impact within a particular re region, all right. and and yeah, so, so 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 that's all good and well. But again, the the once we went and reviewed the 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 campaigns after they'd run for the period of time, yeah, the big thing for me was was measurability and then the scalability of, of how do we make this bigger? Okay, because everything comes at a cost, you know. So so it's that 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 makes it tough to get that scale out there, as I've mentioned. All right, uh, comparatively, <coughs> where would you place? Um, Influencer marketing and your traditional means. So, so I don't. Traditional media is always going to be there. Yeah. Marketing people are always going to buy your traditional media because, because, yeah, I think it's part of the mix, and I think you, you, there's certain media types that work really well to get to 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 meet the, the marketing objectives such as reach, yeah. etc. Right. So I don't ever think that 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 influencer marketing will 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 take away from um, your traditional media types. Um, personally, I've been involved in in, in the business where um, we were trying to get. I was on the agency side trying to get spend from your traditional media types, such as TV board, etc. And it's just right. it's never going to happen, right? Because yeah. I mean, I think you've got. There's a lot of lot of good platforms that still work well, yeah. but I do believe that the influencer marketing space is complementary to to add in a different dimension to your to your communication strategy yeah. to consumers. Yeah. Um, but will it ever will it ever take big chunks away from the the big marketing spend? I don't believe so in the short term, and okay. probably probably short to medium term. Yeah. But I think what what we're doing from a brand perspective is we're 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 allocating spend into into influencer marketing right. because. I do believe that it most definitely has merit. And for us as a brand, we've got to get the right model that is both cost effective and, and then also 
impactful with regards to our brand yeah. and we've just got to get that balance right. All right. And, and also <clears> as part of that balance I think you're looking at your short-term goals, mid-term goals but like you're saying influencer marketing still does have its own function in that whole mix. Yeah I think I mean influencer marketing I think you've got to have a long-term play you yeah. know it's, it's it's I've spoken about the two campaigns we've run and I think it probably needs to be part of an of an always on part of the marketing mix for your on your program. yeah I mean yeah. that's because again I've mentioned the, the the measurability of it and this is I really believe this impacts brand in the longer term yeah. you know um, it's, it's not a short term if I wanted to have a short term volume impact I must go and do a buy one get one free and I'm going to see the impact <laughs> straight away so yeah so, yeah, so it's a, and how critical is user-generated content in that whole sphere? Because from where I said uh, user-generated content is your social proof. It's proof that this is working, that this is yeah. great. So user, again, user-generated content is also that's the, the latest buzzword if you read on, on online and everybody is trying to get user-generated content and I think it links back into the influencer strategy. The difficulty for me as a, as a true classical marketer is managing what that user-generated content is and I can't control yeah. what consumers are saying about my brand in the way that I want them to say it. Yeah. So so I've been been brought up as in, in various multinational companies where I've been very I, I'm a classical marketer. Yeah. And I want the consumer to say things in a particular way about my brand because it lends to the equity. And the difficulty with user-generated content yeah. is that lack of control, which yeah, some some brands don't don't have an issue with. For me, it's 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 how do I make sure that that I'm getting a consistent message from my brand out there? Yeah. And that's for me where I get a I get a bit, a bit uncomfortable when when it comes to user-generated content because I. I, if, if I'm if I mean true to 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 the impact of that, I can't force someone to say something in a particular way. Yeah. But I can't control what they say, yeah. and and that's, that's that's difficult. Back to the process. How have you? What sort of process have you been using with these influencers? Are you running this program on your own? Are you using a third party? No, so we've used it. I mean, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, a lot of this stuff I can do myself, but that's okay. not why I'm employed. Yeah. So I'm, I, I bring in, in the right skill sets to manage for me. Alright. We um, have used a, a particular um, uh, agency, okay. uh, if you want to call it an agency. That's what they do. They use, they, they do influencers. They understand how to manage guys. They understand right. um, how to how to get the right people on board. So, so yeah, I, I do believe that 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 I could on paper go and find my own influencers, but that's not what I'm employed to do. You know, so I really believe that that I need to bring the right skill set into the business to manage um, this type of program. Yeah, uh, big data is, is huge, especially for a consumer product like like yours. Are you finding that you're able to use the data that you you collect at the end of the campaign to be able to improve the product, the offering, and the way you deliver it to the market? So, so the I mean, one of the one of the things that 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 I've, I had difficulty with was. A lot of the data that I got back was either data that I already knew, so I didn't find the, the data particularly valuable from that perspective. Um, the the so yeah so for, so for me it, it it was I need to 
I don't believe that that getting data is is why we do an influencer campaign. All right. um, for me, if I want to go and get data, I'm going to, and that's what we're doing at the moment is 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 actually going and getting doing research and getting the right data. The the information that I got back was, uh, yeah, it was it was nice to have. Good good to know that it, that it's you know backs up what you what we already knew, but it, I didn't see huge value in the data that I got back. All right. But again. That wasn't the reason as to why I, 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 we, okay, your, we ran your an influence. Your objectives were met, so yeah. you, you're a happy champion. Yeah. All so, right, and in, in your view, what do you think is uh, the future of influencer marketing? So, I mean, the, there's no doubt that influencer marketing has a role to play and will play a role to a great extent in the coming, in the coming months, years within, yeah. within, within marketing strategy. I think that the, what's going to happen is that, that the... the much like we've we've run run campaigns, brands are going to have to have a look at what worked for their particular brands, and I don't think influencer marketing is going to work for all brands. I believe that that depending on on the the target market that you that you're going after, yeah. influencer marketing might be more suited to p- particularly a younger target market. Um, but but yeah, and I don't think one one approach will work for 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 all brands. So I think certain brands. Um, Will, will a marketing strategy might work better versus a macro um, influence strategy, yeah. and it comes down to what are the objectives of those particular brands. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the the supplier that we we've dealt with is taking influencer marketing to the next level because yeah. they're really looking at 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 besides just consumer, how do you bring it into your own workforce? Yeah. How do, so there's a there's a lot that's happening, but I do believe that there's there's going to be probably quite a lot of 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 noise and and, uh, and I, what I mean by that is there's gonna be a, there's lots of learnings that still need to be be had um, by brands using influencer marketing. Yeah. We've had some learnings. We're trying a different approach um, with the with the with the with one of our brands. Yeah. And um, yeah, we will. But but does it have a future? Absolutely. All right. Um, I, 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 I I have no doubt that influencer marketing has, will be around for for a long time. Yeah. But will it be in the current form? I'm I'm not sure. I think you'll also probably see a lot of a lot of businesses popping up that are going to claim to be be experts, and I yeah. think for suppliers that are in the space, that's going to be challenging yeah. um, because you're going to get guys that are going to come in that are going to be saying they know what they're doing and they actually probably don't. So that's going to be challenging for for suppliers. But yeah, it's it's a it's definitely has a has a has a more permanent role in, in the mix going forward. I have no doubt. Lance, thank you so much for your honest look at influencer marketing and uh, for taking us through your your thoughts on it. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, my, my one take out from this is that um, influencer marketing will obviously not work on its own. It needs to be a part of an integrated marketing strategy. It's got a place in there and I think it needs to be tightened. It can be tightened. Yeah, and I, and I think again, like I said in the end, I think a one-size-fits-all approach is, is probably wrong. You need to have yeah. a look at what are the objectives of that particular brand of that campaign um, and and I, and I don't believe it's a short-term. Yeah. It's a short-term um, part of the mix. So it's definitely a longer-term. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance from Tweezer. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, you can download all and all of our episodes basically on iTunes. You can get us on Spotify as well. Uh, let's keep the conversation going. Until next week, we love you.